Hello, friends, and welcome to the CU Insight Network podcast. My name is Lauren Culp. I'm the publisher and CEO at cuinsight.com. And it is my job on our show today to have conversations with the thought leaders who support the credit union community. So we're talking to those folks to identify some issues that affect credit unions and have a discussion on best practices so that we can all learn from one another and improve our credit unions. My guest on today's show is John Cassidy, the Director of Credit Union System Relations at CUNA Mutual Group. I'm so excited to have him here. We are actually in person together in Maui for the Q's Symposium. So really excited both to be in person at a conference and to have John here. John, thanks so much for being here. Great to be here with you, Lauren. I think the last time we were together was GAC 2020, like many of our credit union friends. (laughs) It has been a couple of minutes since the last time we got to see each other. Well, I'm super excited to have this conversation with you too. You do some really incredible work over at Kena Mutual Group, but I'd like to start with a little bit of background on you. Most of us didn't really grow up thinking that someday we would get to work with credit unions. So what did you want to be growing up? And then what was the inspiration to step into the role as Director of Credit Union System Relations at Kena Mutual? Yeah. So Lauren, like most young boys, I was a big sports fan. Sorry. And I realized pretty early on I was not going pro. So (laughs) that dream died pretty quickly. You know, when I was in school, I always excelled in writing and creative thinking and marketing communication seemed like that was going to be my calling. So when I got to school, that's, that's really where I focused. And, and that's actually where I got my, my professional start was doing marketing communications okay. work. Like most people in our industry, I got lucky finding my first opportunity in credit unions. I grew up in upstate New York and uh, an opening became available at the New York uh, Credit Union Association working in a marketing role there. Amazing. So really there, I, I started to learn just what credit unions were all about, the people helping people philosophy. And it just really resonated with me and my personal values. So from there on, I was in. And uh, so I spent some time at the league. And then uh, while I was there, I met my wife, who happens to be a Wisconsin girl. Love it. The, the two of us ended up moving down to Charleston, South Carolina. And then I got to work on the credit union side. Okay. I was with Latitude 32, smaller credit union down in Charleston. And um, that's really when the, the whole credit union bug really bit me and got me so excited about the work we do, having the opportunity to work with members, help them build better financial futures for themselves and their families. And um, my wife, being a Wisconsin girl, eventually uh, wanted to get back to Wisconsin. So my one condition with her was, I'll move to Wisconsin, but it's got to be Madison because we all know all the great organizations that exist in Madison. Central. Absolutely. So when my sales rep at CUNA Mutual found out I was moving to Madison, she said, you know, you got to come work for us. We, We love working with you in your credit union role. We think you'll be great fit for the company. And she introduced me to some people. So I got a few interviews and, and eventually landed a role at CUNA Mutual. So I've been there 12 years now and uh, absolutely loving it. So I got my start in communications, um, had the, the chance to work with Bob Trunzo as his communications lead for a while Amazing. before stepping into this new role. And he asked about my inspiration for it. It's really the, the opportunity to work and learn from Gary Singleton. Gary's just someone I have a tremendous amount of respect for. Such a great guy always held him in such high regard when I wasn't part of his team. When he approached me about an open role on his team, it was a no-brainer. I was in because I thought it'd be just great for my career to learn and work with Gary. So cool. I did not know that about your league background, too. I love hearing that story. Well, and we're here in Maui for the Q Symposium. Much nicer weather than uh, than we were having back there in Wisconsin. (laughs) So, CUNY Mutual Group is so well known across the industry, but for any of our listeners who don't know, could you give us your elevator pitch on who CUNY Mutual Group is and where you really add value to credit unions? Absolutely. You know, many credit unions, Lauren, see us as 
just their bond and insurance provider. And they are core products of ours, but we're so much more than that. Right. We have an ecosystem. It's designed to help credit unions succeed. And we have a strategy that's built on the belief that a brighter financial future should be accessible to everyone. So really nice alignment with the why of why credit unions exist. So we have a real strong commitment in making financial products easier to own, simple, affordable solutions, helping credit unions meet their members' needs, and enabling more people in more ways to make financial decisions that work for them. And we're in there, we're there for them in the moments that matter. I just got our new claim stats. We paid over $2 billion in claims over the last two years. So really delivering on that promise that we deliver to credit unions and members when they put their trust in us as their insurance provider. More than 25,000 claims in the last two years, just COVID related. So when you think about what people are going through from a COVID perspective, we've been there to pay those claims and pay them quickly. It's one of the things we take a lot of pride in. Most of the claims we pay are are paid out within the first few days of receiving that first phone call because we really think it's important to get the money in the hands of the beneficiaries so that they can take care of what they need to take care of and and deliver on the promise that the person that had the claim, the reason that they actually bought the policy in the first place. Right, right. And I'm really especially proud of our relationships with credit unions and the overall system. It's one of the things that I get excited about coming to work every day for. When it comes to system support, we really push ourselves to consistently demonstrate we're far more than just a vendor. We really take pride in being a partner to credit unions. That is so cool. You know, as we were sort of preparing for the session, I remember you you said that CUNY Mutual Group is there to sort of write the checks and roll up our sleeves to do the work alongside credit unions. And I love that. And even beyond sort of your primary function in the industry, I know a lot of credit union leaders are surprised by just how much comprehensive support Kingdom Mutual Group provides as a strategic partner to the industry. So can you tell that story for us of how Kingdom Mutual Group really gives back in terms of system support? Maybe give us some examples. Absolutely. I could I could go on all day giving you examples, Lauren. <laughs> right. You know, the financial aspect is a big part, right? We share in the success of credit unions. And over the last five years, we've given back nearly $150 million to the system alone. Wow. Just in, on initiatives that are going to further advance the system through our partnerships with leagues, associations, and all the other system partners that we work with. You know, a couple big ones to call out. We've given $3 million to the Credit Union Awareness Program. Amazing. Really, you know, trying to change consumer perceptions of credit unions and, and drive growth of credit unions through new members. Last year, Bob Trunzo stepped up and offered a million-dollar challenge to the industry for World Council's Bridge the Gap campaign right. to help cooperative finance expand throughout the globe. And most recently, just within the last few weeks, we announced our new commitment, a million dollars to the, the new credit union industry initiative around financial well-being for all. Yes. And when you, when you think about that, it aligns with our strategy and our purpose. It aligns with credit union strategy and purpose. It's not a thing that we do. It's the thing that credit unions do. So I'm really excited about the potential of this. And we've got a lot of the leaders from the credit union system that are really rallying around this. So that's one example. You know, the other part is, you know, you mentioned the rolling up the sleeves. It's not just about the dollars for us. Right. We have so many employees who give their time and talent to the organizations that we work with. AACUC is an example. We have so many employees that participate actively in the different programs Opal Tomaszewska is one of the leaders of the Midwest chapter. So really offering some of our DE&I partnerships and learning from them and then having them learn from us to drive DEI forward for the for the credit union system. Inclusive is another one that we've done a really cool yeah. new campaign with. So when you think about the growth of CDFIs over the last year, I think we went from around 350 
And I last I saw we're over 430 now. Wow. We partnered with Inclusive on an awareness initiative to help credit unions realize that they can become CDFI certified. Not only did we do the communications around it, our corporate and legislative affairs team was actively advocating to get more dollars put into the CDFI fund. Wow. Now, that was a fund that typically got about a billion dollars annually. We helped lobby aggressively for $12 billion into that wow. fund. Wow. So not only That's were amazing. we doing the advocacy work for it, but we were helping Inclusive build a process to help get more credit unions certified. We lent them a few of our employees part-time to build a process that would make it easier for credit unions and inclusive to work together to get more of them certified. And then maybe one other example I'd like to give is CULA, the Credit Union Women's Leadership Alliance. You know, I mentioned right. working for Gary. Gary met with some female CEOs of smaller credit unions and decided that they were going to work on a leadership development program. So we provided the dollars. You know, Gary used his magnificent facilitation skills. And that group is just expanding and doing some phenomenal things right now. So developing the, the next generation of female leaders in the credit union space. So I can just keep going, but right, right. the list just goes on and on, Lauren. <laughs> it's incredible. Well, and I think such exciting news about so the financial well-being for all. So many cool announcements that you all have made recently in, in a lot of the work that you're doing. As you're thinking about all of these different things that credit unions need, whether it's diversity, equity, and inclusion support or um, financial well-being support for members, we know that the, the industry as a whole is really facing some new and maybe evolving challenges. And Keenan Mutual Group, being that advocate for the industry... Can you talk about how you're really continuing to invest in some different capabilities to help credit unions excel at serving their members and to sort of really support that, making that financial future accessible to everyone? Definitely. We're doing some really cool things in this space, Lauren. You know, mobile's no longer the way of the future. Every competitor's in this space now. Yeah. So we've had some recent acquisitions, QNexus, Forevercar, to bolster our digital lending capabilities and enhance the value we bring to credit unions. You know, lending is so core to what they do. It is. Credit unions are flush with deposits right now. We got to figure out a way to help them do more loans and through the channels that matter to their members. We just had a new partnership we established with CarSaver, which is an online shopping network. They work with Walmart, just to give you a, a, an example of wow. the type of scale that they have. And we're doing a lot to enhance experiences. We build, we buy, we partner to provide capabilities that the cre our credit union partners expect. You know, CMFG Venture is a good example of that. Yeah. We've invested in more than 20 different companies that are all developing various forms of fintech. Wow. And insure tech solutions for customers of all sizes and their members. And, you know, to add the DEI angle to this, last year we established what we're calling the Discovery Fund. Okay. It's a fund within our CMFG Ventures portfolio that's designed specifically to uh, invest in fintechs led by underrepresented groups, people wow. of color, females, LGBTQ. Because we found through some of our research that venture capitalists aren't looking at them. So we want to make sure that we're giving them the opportunity to bring their talent to the, to the system and hopefully benefit credit unions in doing that. And then, you know, we're, we're just always looking for the right partner matches in terms of markets, consumer serve, business capabilities, growth aspirations, because we think we're just going to keep trying to find the right fits to help credit unions stay relevant, grow and continue to do what they do best. So many forward thinking different pieces here that we, gosh, we could talk all day about them. And I know our understanding too, and you all lead the way in this, but our understanding of how to meet sort of the diverse needs of consumers is changing and improving too, I would say. But talk to me about Kina Mutual Group's multicultural center of excellence and what that's really designed to do. It's so cool to hear about. Yeah. So let me take it back just a little bit. We recognize that historically and still today, Financial opportunities, they don't look the same for everyone. 
The concept of diversity, equity, and inclusion, it's embedded in our purpose. We brought in Angela Russell several years ago, and she has just completely transformed the way we approach DEI at CUNA Mutual Group. The work she has done is really incredible to see. It is. And even internally, some of the things she's done, we are not the same company we were when she arrives, and she just made a tremendous impact. Her and her entire team, we have such a talented team in that department, just doing some great work for us. It's a key area of focus as we develop products, improve customer experience, and also as we attract and recruit more diverse teams. So a few years ago, we established the Multicultural Center of Expertise to help CUNA Mutual Group better understand multicultural consumers, identify business opportunities, and develop action plans to better serve customers and to help credit unions do the same. Right. The team is really focused. They focus on collecting insights, activation, and then amplification through partnerships. And these insights play a huge role in influencing our strategic business growth plans. You know, Opal Tomaszewska and her team, they're actually in our business planning sessions as we're developing strategic plans for our business units, applying that multicultural consumer lens to make sure we're not leaving anybody out as we build these products and services and experiences. That is so important to have them in that strategic planning process. I love to hear that. And, you know, it's a significant growth opportunity, not only for us, but for the credit union system. This entire segment, growing population of consumers... It's a huge growth opportunity for all of us. So we're going to keep our focus there and keep delivering those insights, not only to our business leaders at Keenan Mutual, but to our credit union partners. It's core to sort of the mission of credit unions too. So that's that's really wonderful to hear. And I know we talked a little bit about DE and I work too. I'd, re- I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you a little bit more about that. So I know Keenan Mutual Group has invested a lot into supporting the diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives in the industry. How are you really investing and partnering there to further some of that important work the system's doing? Yeah, I mean, we have a tremendous relationship with the African American Credit Union Coalition. And I can say personally for me, my relationship with that organization has helped me grow tremendously as a person. I'll just give you a little example of the impact that it had on me. Every year, you know, we host our online discovery conference. And back in 2020, we had some extra budget dollars because we did it all virtual. Right. And there were travel expenses we didn't have to cover. So our marketing lead came to me and said, John, we've got some, some extra dollars to use for discovery. How do you recommend we use it? And, you know, this was maybe two, three months after George Floyd was murdered and Renee and the AACUC and their commitment to change Credit Unions Unite Against Racism initiative was really starting to take off. So so I, I recommended to my team, why don't we do a dollar for dollar match to AACUC and ask our discovery conference attendees to help participate? And in that, we raised $53,000. And I got to call wow. Renee after the, after the conference and say, Renee, I've got a check for you. Where do I send it? So cool. That is amazing. Well, for for all the credit union leaders who are sort of listening to this, what would you say to them in terms of really utilizing all that Kino Mutual Group has to offer? I mean, I knew a lot that you all were doing. I didn't know the whole scope of the things that you're doing to support the industry. So what would you say to those credit union leaders listening to really get involved with all that you all offer? Yeah, I mean, you got to remember, we've got 85 plus years of commitments to credit unions and members. We were formed with the system as it was really taken off coming out of the Great Depression. And we're one of, if not the only provider in this space that consistently advocates at the federal and local levels on issues that are important to credit unions. So think about that. We're not just offering products and services. We're not trying to sell you stuff. We're standing shoulder to shoulder with credit unions on the advocacy front. And these are topics like credit union taxation, data privacy, interchange fees, this new CFPB, financial inclusion is a big one. You know, we've heard Rodney Hood talk about how that's the civil rights issue of our generation. It is. So our team that works on the advocacy area wants to make sure that we're doing our part 
to make financial inclusion more important for everybody. And, you know, we're going to continue to listen to our credit union's feedback too. We want to understand their challenges so that we can invest in the product solutions, experiences that matter to them and their members. We have credit union councils that are a sounding board for CUNA Mutual. They partner with us, ensure we understand their challenges, and help us validate that our strategy is on the right track so that we're meeting the needs of them and their members. So getting that credit union feedback has also been a big part of our transformation. Under, instead of just trying to build products and solutions and push it out and hope credit unions like it, we're actually asking them before we invest anything <laughs> in it. Right. What do you think? Should we do this? And it's helping us make smarter investment decisions so that we have these dollars we can invest back into the system. I love that insight of sort of standing shoulder to shoulder with credit unions. I, I think that's so important. It's one of the reasons I work at CUNA Mutual, Lauren. Because Amazing. I mentioned the whole part about we take pride in being more than just a vendor. Yep. Being able to stand shoulder to shoulder on Capitol Hill, state level, local level. It's just one of the things that makes me proud to work for this company. I mean, I think we can all see why. It's so cool to hear about all of the different things you're doing. And I'm curious from your perspective as a leader in the industry, as a leader in Kina Mutual Group, you all are an innovative company, or so many credit unions. What overall trends are you seeing for the sort of the future of financial services? And, and where's Kina Mutual Group's focus when it comes to innovating to meet some of these challenges and stay relevant? Yeah, so we discussed the digital and mobile piece. Right. You know, I, I think... That's that's something that we just have to continue to to keep focus on. The banks and the the fintechs they're continuing to chip away at us, so we gotta we gotta make sure that we're we're there to move the needle on that. I think the other thing is regulations. You know, I talked about our advocacy work. You know, we're trying to do our part to make sure that these regulations are fair. You know, we got the great partnerships with CUNA and NAFQ and the leagues where we work together on these to make sure that we're given a unified voice on behalf of credit unions, because regulations could be a problem if, if we don't address right. them. And then, you know, I, I think a lot more it's tied to the, the concept of the DE&I and the growth of multicultural consumers. Like we've got to understand the, the, where the population's growing so that we can be there to offer relevant products and services that are going to help move us forward into the next decade, two decades and well beyond that. And and see the industry really stay strong, I think, as a, as a direct result of that over the coming decades. Yeah. And, you know, we, we just have to continue to be better at telling our story. We're still too much of a best kept secret. We are. You know, we're, we're moving the needle a little bit with credit yep. union awareness. But, you know, we, we've really got to figure out that unified voice so that we can resonate with with consumers that haven't yet found the what it means to be a credit union member. Well, that is so great to hear. Thank you so much for all of the different insight into what Kina Mutual Group is doing here. I think we could talk forever probably about all of the ways that CUNY Mutual Group has impacted the industry, but we are going to wrap up here in a minute. But first, we'd like to have some fun with rapid fire questions. We'd like to let our listeners get to know a little bit more about you. The questions are rapid. On my side, your answers don't have to be. So if you are ready, we will just dive right in here. Let's do it. All right. So what is a recent purchase you didn't know you needed that has become something you cannot live without? Yeah. So for most of my life, Lauren, I have brushed my teeth manually. <laughs> okay. Sure. And my, my <laughs> hygienist told me, you got to get a, a Sonicare toothbrush. Okay. So last year, I finally bought a Sonicare toothbrush and it is amazing. Really? So I just love the the way that it uh it makes my mouth feel after I brush my teeth. <laughs> and you know, good dental hygiene is yeah. good for your health too. It's so important. So I I never thought it would be that big of a transformational purchase and to this day I'm shocked. It was one of the best decisions I ever made was to to go from the manual to the Sonicare. 
<laughs> so I still use a, a manual toothbrush. I might have to look into this. You're selling me on it. I recommend it. After you buy it, you can thank me. <laughs> okay, I will. You get like a, a referral code or anything? <laughs> I don't. I just, I just want to help everyone out. <laughs> All right. Well, when you hear the word success, who is the first person that comes to mind for you and why? Yeah. I'm going to go with a, fam- a familiar name to our credit union audience. And I'm going to say Bob Tronzo. Yeah. I mean, he has totally transformed what we do at CUNA Mutual, the growth of the company, his commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. You know, I don't, I don't know if you saw it, but you know, the day after the George Floyd murder, Bob Trunzo came out with a very heartfelt message on LinkedIn. Wow. And uh, it was only to our employee. Actually, it didn't come on LinkedIn. It was only to our employees. And I think a few of his employees reached out and said, Bob, we got to get this out to everybody. Right. And a lot of people took notice. I mean, he was one of the first white CEOs to come out and speak against that. Right. And uh, I was really proud of him for that. And, uh, you know, his commitment to the credit unions industry, all the things we talked about earlier, the dollars we give back. If you're going to offer your employees out and take time away from the company to work with these other organizations, you have to have a leader at the top that allows you to do that. Absolutely. The growth in leadership uh, under his time at CUNA Mutual. I mean, I've been, I'm so proud to have been a part of it. That is so cool. Well, and uh, Bob Trenzo was a guest on the C1Z Experience podcast. So we'll link to that in the post here as well for folks who want to hear more from him. So great to hear about that. A a random question for you now. What are you listening to on Spotify or Pandora, whatever your uh, music and or podcast platform of choice is? (laughs) Yeah, I'm a Spotify guy, Lauren. Okay. And I've really got three playlists depending on my mood. I've got a classic rock playlist. Okay. 90s hip hop. <laughs> and I've recently come around on country the last few years. Okay. I was one of those I was one of those anti-country guys for the <laughs> longest time. But, you know, the, the style of it's changed a little bit yep. over the last couple of years. And, you know, it's got more of that Southern rock feel to it. So, uh, yeah, I've actually come around on country, too. So <laughs> it's usually one of those three based on my mood. I love that. Well, uh, the 90s hip hop we share in common, the country music, I'm not so much there yet, but I, it is changing and evolving. So give it a try, Lauren. All right. I, I went to a Zach Brown band concert, had <laughs> yeah. a blast, and, and that was really my turning point. <laughs> All right. I'll give it a try. I'll add it to the, to the queue here. Well, are there any books that you have gifted or you think just everyone should read? Yeah, so I'm a big fan of Malcolm Gladwell's books. Mm. Um, you know, we got to see him at GAC a few years ago. Yeah. Obviously not the first time I've heard from him, but you know, you always learn so much and he's such a great storyteller. And, uh, right now I'm actually, I was, I was reading it on the way here. I bought, um, Talking to Strangers. Yes. I have that book on my bookshelf. I haven't cracked it open though. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a couple of chapters in and it's, it's fantastic, you know, and you think about what's going on in the world today. It's right. such a relevant book to read, understanding our differences. Think about the ways communication can be misconstrued. It just adds some really nice perspective to help you think about how we can overcome some of these things. I love that. Well, we will link to that book as well for all of our listeners today. All right, let's say the calendar's empty. You have a whole day free. What would you do to unwind outside of work? Well, Lauren, I have a nine-year-old son and a seven-year-old daughter, so I don't think there's such thing as a free day unless (laughs) I'm traveling for work. Um, So, But it's fun. I love being a dad and doing stuff with my kids. Right. Um, right now, I'm currently coaching fourth grade basketball. Okay, that sounds like a blast. It's fun and frustrating at the same time. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm so thankful for the the adults that spent their time volunteering, coaching me when I played right. sports as a kid. Yep. And uh, 
that appreciation I have for them, I just want to give it back. We got a great group of kids that we coach. So it's actually fun for us as coaches. That's amazing. And then I do like to golf when I get a chance to golf. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, being cooped up for, for a year and a half travel, it's great to be able to travel again. So, uh, whether it's work related or personal fun stuff, being able to travel again, I didn't realize how much I would miss that until it was taken away. I know. It, it seems like we have a little bit of travel coming back up here in 2022. So fingers crossed, we'll see a lot more of that to come. All right. Well, we are going to link to everything we talked about today in the show notes. And our last question for you as we wrap up today is, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share or final asks of our listeners? Yeah. So th- this is going to be the DE and me coming out and talking <laughs> here. Talked about it a few minutes ago. We've all gone through a lot over the last few years. Right. And there's a lot going on in the world right now. I'm just asking everyone, let's be good to each other, appreciate our differences and take care of each other. We only get one chance here. So let's let's have fun and do the right thing as we're here. Try to make a positive impact on everybody that we interact with. Well, what a perfect way to wrap up. John, thank you so much for being on the show. Great message to end on here. Stay well, my friend. And thanks to all of our listeners today for tuning into the CU Insight Network podcast. We will see you again next time.